Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Check It Out by Jules, where we have conversations about life. Sometimes we don't know where our conversation is going to lead, but we know it will always be relatable. So stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. Hey, 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 everybody. It is me, Miss Jules, and I want to just say what's up. Oh, my goodness. It's been such a long time since I have been able to come with to you guys with an episode. And I just want to let you know that I did not forget about you guys, okay? It's just that it's just been crazy. It's just been really, really, really crazy. Um, And I'm... This is... this. This episode, we are going to check in. We're going to get some updates. We're going to know what's happening with me. We're going to get to figure, we're going to get to learn um, some new things that I got in place and know that's happening. Where, how you can support me with those new endeavors and what's coming up for the new year. Hello, 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 hello. We got a lot going on. Um, But I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to everyone who has listened, supported um, our podcast episode, check it out by Jules in any form or fashion. Um, I know that some of some of my listeners come from Apple, some, some of my listeners come from Spotify, some of my listeners come from other avenues, and some of you are right here on Anchor. Um, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for staying the course with me even though I haven't recorded in a little while, um, only because, you know, ever since our last episode, again, I've been working on some things, but let's do a quick check in, huh? Hello. We're going into 2020 and I mean, we're going into 2021, excuse me. We're going into 2021, but let's think about what 2020 has offered us, right? Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. (laughs) Um, actually with 2020, with 2020, I think 2020 has been a reflective year for a lot of people, actually, to be quite honest. I think 2020 has been the year to allow us all to kind of sit, reflect, pivot if we needed to, and to make adjustments, um, where we needed to, because a lot has happened. We have finally got, you know, the man out of the office and now we are getting ready to usher in our new president. Um, Joe Biden and um, our new black woman vice president, um, Kamala Kamala Harris. So aren't we excited to see what 2021 is coming to offer um, since, you know, with this new presidency, it has shown it has proven to show itself new beginnings in the fact that, you know, just symbolically, we have new people in the office. Um, but you know, they say out with the old and with the new, and I look forward to see what 2021 has to offer under this new leadership. Um, to say the least, I'm a little weary. That's just my personal opinion. I'm a little weary, but I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, I can just say at least for 2021, what Trump has left behind is that he has really pushed a lot of people to say, I'm jumping into, I'm jumping into this entrepreneurship lane because I see there are benefits to it. And because of this pandemic, it has forced me to say, this is what I'm going to be doing. Um, and it it allowed a lot of people to just tap in. 
Um, and I think that that's a beautiful thing. And in the midst of a dark space, that there was some light there, right? Um, people who probably never saw themselves as entrepreneurs are now like killing it, right? They've opened up their small businesses and they are killing it. And now they have found new way to create generational wealth for their family without having to be stuck um, or be connected to or be held down or bogged down by a regular nine to five. Not to say there's anything wrong with nine to five. There's nothing wrong with it. But we also realized that with a lot of companies closing, it had forced people to find other means of how they will create income for themselves and for their families. And that's what um, entrepreneurship has allowed people to be able to do this year um, who had found themselves in a crisis is to build wealth in a different way that doesn't rely on um, a paycheck every two weeks, you know, in a company that decides how you will live in a sense, you know, um, a nine to five company decides if you stay or if you go, where an an entrepreneur aspect, you decide if you stay or you go, because it really depends on how you engage with your audience and how you engage with your customers and how you market what you have to get people to say, look, I will support. So there's that aspect of it. There are people who were entrepreneurs who lost their businesses because, you know, they lost customers, they lost um, a way to engage with people, they lost money. Um, So there's also that aspect of it. And some people are having to start over or to pivot in a different way and say, oh, how are we going to remarket? How are we going to relaunch? How are we going to find another um, space? Um, or a line of business to go into because I've been used to this for so long. And some people are just like, yo, I don't even know what to do. Um, so there we, a lot has come out of 2020, whether it's been good or bad, a lot has come from it. And it's been a year of reflection, adjustment, flexibility, pivoting, and disappointments in many different ways. Um, but you know what? All in all, 2020 has come and now 20 and 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 now it's gone and now we are entering into 2021 so what does 2021 look like for you um i know that they were talking about the solace conjunction on december was it 21st i think it was on december 21st where it's an opportunity for those of us who believe in um and uh how they say it ancestral um powers and spirituality and energy and the universe um it was an opportunity for you to tap in on december 21st and if you ain't tap in then you lost out um i i think that um what was being said about this about the um what was it called again i think it's the 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 solist the solist i I forgot how to say something in regards to how the moon or the planet aligns, um, and, and the color that it brings that, that allows for something magical to happen in a way of manifestation. So it's like, if you didn't take the opportunity on December 21st to sit down and reflect, then the manifestation, um, that came through that spiritual or universal or energy alignment, 
you missed out. Like, it was supposed to be a day where you're supposed to sit, reflect, think about your goals, think about what you want to do, write them down, so that you can manifest those things um, for for the time to come. It's as if, like, they were also pushing for us to think about, like, don't wait till 2021 to write down your goals and get stuff started. It, it, it could start December 21st. Um, some people, who, for those who believed in it, they tapped in. I tapped in. I believe in some, I believe in, I do believe in God and I do believe when he puts things in place in the universe to allow us to reflect and to tap in to alignment. I I believe in it. Um, how crazy it may sound as a Christian, I believe in it. Um, and I took full advantage and I sat down and I, and I tapped in and wrote down like, yo, my goals and what I'm going to be doing for 2021 before and I was like I need to start manifesting these things and I need to start working on them now 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 (laughs) so yeah so December 21 was the time for you to tap in if you ain't tap in then you tapped out okay okay now let's move on to we talked a little bit about presidency we talked a little bit about um how COVID has impacted individuals. And let's talk about the surge of COVID, the resurge of COVID that is happening, right? During the holidays, the time where people are like, look, forget what they say. I'm traveling. I'm going to see family. I'm going to spend time with people. And we saw that there was a resurge in the numbers, a resurge in the numbers due to COVID. We saw that they had shown patterns across many different states that, you know, the COVID numbers were getting high because people decided, hey, it's the holidays. I want to gather or I want to travel to see family or whatever the case may be during the, the Thanksgiving break. And we're going to see another surge um, or we will have seen another surge after Christmas break. Guys, be safe out there. OK, like be safe. It's okay to say, no, I can't, can I, I cannot come visit you or can I be around you? Especially if you know your friends are high risk. Like if they, if you have friends that are pregnant, I'm saying this as a female, if you have friends that are pregnant. If you have friends who, um, you know, they got little, they have little children. Um, if you have families that have children, if you have older family members, please be very mindful of your travel interaction and and interaction time with them. It is very important that we don't do not take this whole COVID thing lightly. Don't get me wrong, I had spent time with family too. I did. But we had to keep it to a minimum because we had to be very careful that all of us that was around each other was not like constantly traveling or being around other people. So then when we came together, we knew that we wasn't exposing each other to anything. So please be very, very careful. And, you know, I feel, I feel, I feel even more, I feel more badly for schools because this whole COVID thing has really impacted um, not only families in terms of like resources that they've been getting and like, you know, just health, but the interruption of education for kids has been at an all time high in terms of like school buildings opening, then school buildings shutting down, us being in a building, us then us having to pivot and be remote. Um, some schools, of course, have said, nope, we are staying 
we are staying remote all year round because there's the patterns that we have seen. We have watched the statistics. We have watched the percentages. We have watched the numbers. We have watched the trends. We are not putting ourselves and these kids at risk of this, like, uh, this interrupted education because of COVID and because of people's decisions to not think of everyone, right? And you, and it's, it's a beautiful thing that some schools have done that, but there are some schools, they're still, like, will be open then will then when they when they're forced to see the numbers then they have to shut down like guys kids are being their education are being interrupted so much with this covid that i'm like man i really hope that this generation of students um who later on will become adults will still be able to have a fair opportunity at life and at opportunities and be able to create opportunities and be able to be global citizen in the world because the way the interruption has happened oh my gosh the gaps that we are noticing um i'm saying this also as an educator the gaps that we are noticing through remote learning is so wide because a lot of the things that you know we think that we we cannot do a lot of things that we can normally do in a building you know as much as we love the fact that we can do things remotely and we can do things through technology, everything cannot always be done through technology because it's sometimes it's to the detriment of families and children and teachers. Okay, especially when everybody does not have internet resources or if everybody is sharing one computer in the house or if um, internet is, is down or if like kids have to leave the home during a class session because they got to leave the house with their family member because nobody's going to be there to watch them. It's just like so many, many different factors that are impacting the education of students this year, especially the ones at the elementary level. And I'm like, I'm hoping at some point we may be able to recover, which I highly doubt because we already had a gap in education. We were, we were already trying to mend the gaps, but now it's like the gaps have widened so much more. It's just crazy. It just really is. Um, but, you know, for the schools that have been able to pivot and do the best that they can, we say kudos to you, teachers and schools, and kudos to families who tries to keep consistency in terms of ensuring that they're supporting their kids as much as they can to be in online in their remote sessions um consistently we thank you to the parents who we know you got to go to work you know you got to do your thing but you also doing your best to make sure that your child gets the best education that they can while they are home kudos to you because it's a lot a lot a lot happening right in 2020 and that's gonna actually move into 2021 due to covid Um, but you know, I'm looking forward to a better and brighter 2021. I hope you guys are too. And I'm hoping that, you know, everyone is ready. Like they've set their goals and they're ready to pivot and they're ready to go and they're ready to like decide and make decisions and go for it. You know, pick a word for 2021. What would your word be? Um, if you haven't decided yet, right. If you haven't made decisions on goals that you've had for 2021, I would say your your word should be decide. Decide what you're going to do and decide how you're going to get it done and decide to do it. Um, yeah, you have control um, to to think what you want to do and do it. That's it. It's all on you. You got this. You can do it. 
Many people who thought they couldn't did, and they are thriving. It's never going to be easy. Of course, there's a there's a moment where things are not going to be easy, but, you know, you thrive and you get it done. You get it done. All right, so that was our check-in. Now let's go through updates. Now here I get to update you guys on what's been going on and why I have been away for so long from you guys. Whew. So I did a thing. Um, and, and, um, our last episode we did where we were talking about like, you know, like starting a business and implementing it. And I started, I started my business. Um, I have my online boutique store, uh, called boutique by jewels. We are a thrifted, sustainable and trendy boutique that really caters to women who loves to who love to be sustainable, who love to help the environment, but at the same token, who love to be trendy. A lot of our clothes are thrifted. Um, they're gently used or not even used at all. And we get an opportunity through the donations that we receive um, from just, like, people that I know. Like, they they help me make this happen. Like, through the donations, I'm able to, you know, really help people upcycle um, clothing rather than getting rid of clothes that end up just like not being used or being or end up like in landfills somewhere really hurting the water really hurting our environment really hurting the food that we eat um and I always believe in being part of the problem and not I mean being part of the solution not part of the problem I love thrifting that was always me I always figured like how to create an outfit through thrifting don't get me wrong i still put i still buy stuff i still do um but i like to mix and match some of the things that i have as well and i always looked at thrifting as a way for me to give back to the world um and to help keep it safe um through the fact that i'm reusing something and making it my own and then later on whatever i don't use i give it to someone else who can make use out of it yeah, so like I was saying, I've I've always been someone who's always want to be part of the solution and not the problem. And and whatever it is that we do not sell, we still donate to organization and families in need of those items. So one boutique by jewels, we take the hassle out of you having to figure out where should your stuff go because a lot of times it does go, you know, there are these like goodwills and all this stuff and this, and it just sits there and we did not want that because then that's still, that's not helping the problem, right? So we wanted to make sure that your stuff do not sit there. Your stuff gets shared to a community of people who either wants to upscale it or who is in need of it. So either way, what it is that is being given, it's not going to just be sitting somewhere and then later get thrown out, which then later continues to lead to the issue that we're having in the world with the way materials and and like factory issues and clothing issues impact the global um, pollution issue that we have currently. So we wanted to make sure that in everything that we do, your item gets used. It gets used for a very long time. 
it gives back to the community and it does not further it doesn't well it does not further well it alleviates from the issue that we have from you know polluting through um fabric like the polluting the world through fabric um it's enough that you know our air um pollutes the the way people use dump pollutes our you know pollutes our environment and we didn't want that i don't want that because i don't think it's beneficial and you'd be surprised there's carbon that comes from the materials in which our clothing is made out of that later on that like when it sits in a landfill somewhere it further impacts the air that we breathe and the water that we drink and the animals and the sea animals that um we use to eat and the regular animals that we use to eat for those who do eat um you know um, animals in that way and then it later seeps in into our soils which later affects our um our leafy and herb products that we eat. like it's a thing like people don't realize it is really a thing and we always got to think about it in everything that we do how does it impact communities our world and the our world around us and how does it impact the lives of everyone who is on the you know life cycle and chain cycle um um, continuum. So if you want to support a black business that is doing something to help for the help in our environment and also help communities, please support Boutique by Jewels. We have genuinely used items, trendy items for women who just love to mix and match and create like their own perfect look. We also have graphic tees. Um, the graphic tees that we have are not genuinely used they're actually really new um teas that i just have from a line of teas that i decided to create um and you know it's just like for women who like to wear t-shirts that tell a message um we have our graphic tees i love putting on a graphic tee with a pair of ripped jeans and some heels or a blazer or whatever to create my look and i know there's women out there that love to do the same so I created these t- these graphic tees in my with that in mind um, that you can mix and match the graphic tees with one of the genuinely genuinely used items to create your own look. Um, so yeah, if you if you know the line of sustainable fashion is something that you're into and thrift things what you're into, definitely check out Boutique by Jewels. And later on at the end of our episode, I will give a, 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 a code for those of you who are our listeners and you shop from, um, just from listening, you visit and shop our website just from listening to our podcast episode. We have something just for you, a code just for you to use so you can shop and get a discount okay now um let's talk about I mean because you guys are like where you know where have I been so I wanted to tell you that that's one of the things that I've been doing um let's talk about managing personal anxiety because then it's going to lead to everything else um by day I am still an educator and um this is like new space of work um remotely and ensuring that you know everything is still transferable in the remote space that our kids get the best type of 
academic learning and support and experience possible is a lot. It really is a lot. I think that people do not understand that some people, and I mean people in terms of like people who are in higher up positions sometimes do not understand like this new world of bringing your work home and it's in your space consistently it's not healthy for everybody because a lot of us need to be able to create that balance and create that personal space I struggle I'm gonna say this because I'm gonna be very transparent because I like being transparent I struggle with bringing my work home because um the reason why I struggle because it's not my personal vision right whereas like you know my boutique is my personal vision I can work from home with that because that's my choice but to create your to implement sustain your vision and bring it into my space to manage it is very difficult for me because I like to separate work from home I like to know that I left work at work and when I come home I get to do what I need to do that that makes me personally um happy not to say work doesn't make me happy but makes me but I'm talking about like whatever I do in my personal time makes me happy in a different way right because now it's me tackling my own vision my own goals my own personal growth within the things that I'm doing and my personal happiness right so I find and I've talked to colleagues and they find this to be a struggle for them as well like they're like yo you know, when I'm home and I'm working from home and I'm sitting in a place and, oh, I can move but so much, it's just a lot. It's very nerve-wracking, especially when there's so much put on you in terms of demands to get certain things done. It just feels like it's never-ending. It feels like you're constantly still getting emails that you have to sit at a certain space to respond to. Um, it's like they constantly want to know what I'm doing with all my hours, which is understandable on the, like, on the like macro end of it because you know people want to make sure they know where their money's getting worth and that people are just not home like this and whatever understandable but I think what employers need to really take into consideration especially during this pandemic that a lot of people are already dealing with a lot of stressors dealing to the pandemic and then the fact that people are very lucky enough to still have their job but are working from home and have to give that time to you especially when they're used to separating their home life from their personal life is very hard and how you deal with your employees is it has to be very carefully you have to put a lot of those things into consideration because people are now battling battling something different that they've never had to battle before and they have to they're forced to bring that type of battle into their personal space so people got to understand that you know you sometimes are asking your employees to do a million things just because they are sitting in a space in their home you think that people could just do it because they're home that's not everybody's reality it definitely is not and I will never assume that people are not doing their jobs because they're home or that they have more time than they did at the office because they're home I will never assume that I will always assume the same as work when you're at work your work time is your work time and you know I will respect it as your work time and still give as much the same as I would if you were in our physical space for your for your you know remote space because that could bring about a lot of anxiety when we make the assumption as employers that people got time now because they're home they can't take a day off because they're home what is that what is that I had found myself doing a little bit more 
than I would at work. And I had to start putting boundaries on like work. Like maybe I wouldn't answer emails after a certain time because I'm like, yo, I gave you guys these eight hours and I'm at my house. All you're getting is these eight hours. You're not getting no more than that. And I had to do that and not feel bad about it. Why? Because one, this is not my company. That's one, right? Yes, I'm committed to the job, but I'm not committed to being stressed and I'm not committed to like if something happens to me then you know it's just like a, oh she was nice and then, yeah you guys move on I'm not committed to that kind of life I'm committed to my self-preservation which means that I have to create boundaries for what time I'm gonna start and start answering email how late I'm gonna answer emails and anything could be done within my eight hour cycle after that the the rest of the time is mine it's mine and you can't feel bad about it because more people anxiety level have gone all the way up has shot all the way up because of a lot of the struggles that they have had working from home mind you and i don't even have children yet so i can imagine even for those who have children and you gotta share space work feed them oh my goodness it's at an all-time high and, and your kids are remote as well the anxiety is through the roof and then you have your bosses like asking you for to do this to do that do it now do that it's a, it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot I say you know I always say I'm big on self-care find ways to create boundaries between your job and your personal home space that's going to be very important for you because at a one it allows you to con to still be constantly present for what you have to do at work and two it allows you to say huh this time now is mine and I'm not going to let anything interrupt that two it allows you to build a routine for how things get done within your space right within your remote space when you are working right you say this time I still will allow for lunch I'm gonna take my whole lunch I'm not going to allow myself to be stuck to this desk to this space I will move to another space to eat my lunch so then I feel like I have a full break from my space and then I come back um also when you have high anxiety and the weather is good see if you can take a walk right in your personal space outside of from your personal space see if you could just go for a quick you know 10 minute walk and then come back to readjust and to get your just to allow yourself to have had some sun touch your skin um you get some fresh air through your lungs and so that you could just be reacclimated and re-rested in terms of like your anxiety level is able to come down so you can come back and be ready to tackle the rest of your day as it relates to your work time all right, so that's another way you could do it. Or once you're done with work completely, go for a walk. It allows you to decompress it. It allows you to fully um, disengage. So then now you're ready to take on the rest of your evening and make it all about you. Um, also, if you have kids, like try to create a schedule where, you know, you try to balance out what it is that needs to get done for you and your kids while you are in your remote space. Um, like you're like at this time, we'll all take lunch together because I need to make sure that I can walk away from the computer, feed them. They are, they're well fed. They're good. We have lunch together and then they get to go back into their remote classroom. Um, yeah, creating boundaries and creating space where you say, this is our time for work and our time to get this done while we're at work and within during the day this is our break time from it this is how I go about my break time and when I'm done with work I'm done I'm completely done and I move on for entrepreneurs it's more difficult because sometimes 
what your day requires is like a full on day, right? But you still got to make sure you take breaks. Um, so with entrepreneurs, I would say be mindful if you have employers, be mindful of what they may need to, because now they have to work for you remotely. And that calls for a different level of having a different type of interaction with work, because now I'm in my personal space and I still have to get work done. So be mindful of your employees that you have and what their need is as well to be able to function and function successfully without high anxiety within your within your job, um, your job duties for them. Be very mindful of that, okay? Do not always assume because people are working from home, they are flexible for you. Do not. That's the mistake that a lot of employees are making. People think people because people are, are at home, they are flexible for you. No. No, no, no. We need to stop that, okay? We need to put that thought on the back burner because it's like that is not the case. Not the case at all. Um. So... And, employ- and and entrepreneurs, if you're working from home and you always work from home or you went from working in a phys- physical space to now working from home, create yourself a routine to make sure that, you know, your time for work is time for working. Your time for yourself is still your time for yourself while still working for yourself, which is a beautiful thing. I believe it's really a beautiful thing to be able to work for yourself, but make sure you're finding those boundaries, okay? Anxiety levels have gone through the roof. Mine has gone through the roof and I had to find ways to just like bring it back down. Either I'm talking to someone or I'm taking time for myself. Or I'm going for a midday walk within my lunch period or I will or I completely like detach from the computer for a few minutes and then come back. Like I'll move to another space in my house without my computer and get some stuff done for me and then come back and then when my work day is over my work day is completely over there are times where I'll probably do a little bit more after but that's because I have a goal in mind that like oh I want to make sure that by Thursday I'm done with all of these things so that I have all of Thursday for me like you know you just create your routine and what's best for you um and I found that that has helped a little bit with my anxiety level and I have people that I talk to who's like look They'll they'll text me and they're like, this is your time for you to take your five-minute break. This is your time for you to take your 12-minute break. This is your time for you to get up and take a walk. I have people in my life who do that for me because they know sometime I'll be too committed throughout the day that they have to remind me to stop. And I love people like that that are in my life. Um, And if you have people in your life that can do that, you know, then, you know, hopefully they can engage with you in that way to remind you to take a break. Um, but it's also healthy for us to remind ourselves to take that break and then to take it, okay, and to create boundaries when this time, when my work time is over, my work time is over, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna let it seep into the rest of my day because now it's mine, I've given it the whole eight hours and now my day is mine, the rest of my day is mine, make sure you do that, if you decide you want to work overtime for yourself for that day, then make sure there's a real goal behind it and it's going to help lead to some type of you getting claim reclaim back your time at the within the week okay um so that's that personal uh, learning to just manage personal anxiety and uh working at home remotely is very very important um it's it's very important to our mental health not physical health, because you're now indoors most of the time, and 
the fact that we're indoors most of the time means that you're not getting any vitamin D, you're not getting any fresh air. So breaks are important and whenever you can go for a walk, that's important also. So that's that. Dealing with personal anxiety. Now, I'm going to go into, you know, since I started my boutique, I'm going to talk a little bit about balancing business with work. That's something that I still have yet to find like the best way to do it, but I ensure that I do little things here and there to make sure that I'm still giving what I can to my personal, um, my personal venture without feeling overburdened. Okay. So for example, cause my, my, my day job does take a lot from me. Um, but I make sure like in the morning, if I'm on my way to work, I create like pockets of things that I'll do during a certain time throughout the day for my business. And like either it's like posting on our IG, which is Boutique by Jules, or on our Facebook, which is also Boutique by Jules, or creating things on my computer or taking pictures of content that has to go up on the website. I make sure there's a time slot for everything. It helps me better balance like work days and stuff like that like my work and what I have to do for our business so for example like I'm on my way to work at the top of the hour in the morning so what I'll do on my way to work is even though I'm driving uh what I get to when I actually get into the city what I will do is probably like around 6 30 I will create content for the day that I need to get posted up for the day, right? I try to post at least once or twice a day. So what I'll do is I'll create one or two contents in the morning and then that would go out. And then when it gets like 12, time I go to lunch, I'll quickly create some content content and put it out. Why I do it like this? Because I will also want to be inspired when I create the content and I'm usually inspired in the morning or in the midday or at night. Like, I make sure I'm inspired in that moment. So I put it out there when I'm inspired. I don't do it. I don't create contact the night before or anything like that or weeks before unless I'm inspired and I want to create it, but I don't want to post it right then and there. Then I'll do that. So I'll put something motivational in the morning because I'm inspired by just the morning. I'm reflective like that. And then during midday, I'll probably put up either an outfit or a promotion or something that we have happening um, with the business or, or an outfit, like an, an outfit that like whatever item I really want to present to my audience that day, I'll go ahead and I'll create a post around it, an inspirational outfit that I think people would just like to see, right? Just to get some inspiration. And then... That'll probably be my two posts for the day. If I don't post at lunch, I'll post later on in the evening around 6 in an outfit. So then people can like kind of, like an outfit that will inspire you to think about what you want to wear tomorrow. So then I'll post something reflecting the outfit so then people like know what they want to wear tomorrow. So then that already takes out two hours out of my day that I've committed to doing something just for my business. And that's me. So... Days that I have sale, I'll take it on my sales and then probably Thursday's the day that I'll, if I'm home, I'll come home and I'll do some packaging. So then by Sunday, everything is out or I'll do packaging on Saturdays 
in the evening, so that Sunday packages go out to everybody who made um, purchases that week to our customers because I'm only a one-man show right now. So within our packaging, you get personalized cards just to show like handwritten personalized cards that um, I write to really show my customers appreciation of what I do. And then there's a way that I package clothing um, to ensure that, you know, you get everything that you need to get. And I also make sure I send receipts and all that stuff. So it's like a process. So Thursday, Saturday, or sun Thursdays or Saturday is my packaging day. And then Sunday, it's my like going out It's my send out day. Like it's to make sure like things go out. Cause I have a 24 hour post, um, access to my post office. So then I can just drop everything. Um, and then depending on what I've done Sunday, if I don't have to prep stuff from my work for the week to, 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 for the, to, for work on Monday, then what I would do is Sunday, I'll make also a day where I'm taking pictures of any new items that I need to put up, um, on the website, double checking certain things on the website. I soon got to do a clean out on the website because a lot of things have been sold so you'll just see a lot of things sold out, so I need to clean it out so then um, you don't have to see all of that. And um, and I'll do some, you know, internet work, website work behind the scenes. I may have a meeting with my website designer who is phenomenal. Um, and um, I just like prep stuff. So I try to make sure that throughout the week I'm, I'm at least giving my business at least a total of four to five hours um and it could be in pockets but in total it becomes like four to five hours because I don't have the evening hours that some people will have to give to work because I gotta get up very early in the morning to get to work like at the crack of dawn if I didn't have to get up at the crack of dawn I probably would commit a lot of evening time to my business so that at least by 12 I'm asleep and I still get enough sleep to make it to work the next day, but I don't have that luxury. So I try to have pockets of hours in which I do things committed to my job. So then the whole week, um, so then that whole week I've committed five hours, even if, though it's in pockets, but it totaled five hours to give back. Now that may not be a lot to some people, but for me and where I am in the stage of my business and where, and the workload that I have in my regular nine to five, it's a lot. And I rather still commit some hours than no hours at all. Um, yeah. Uh, there are times I also may be doing an IG live, right? I'll probably do it around lunch because a lot of people are at lunch around noon. Six o'clock is not beneficial for me to do an IG live because I'm on my way home from work. From So then I can't do an IG live on my on my way home because I'm driving. So it doesn't benefit me where six o'clock at IG live is a great time to engage with your followers. So maybe like there's times if I'm completely off that week, like whenever we have breaks because of schools that I may commit to an IG live once within that week around six, just to engage with my followers. So I haven't had the opportunity to really do that as of yet. It's something that I do want to do some more of and will do more of, um, but right now, within the sphere of my of my time, 
I just make sure that there's certain things I'm still committed to and I commit to them consistently to, 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 you know, grow my followers, to grow my customers, to grow an audience and to get boutique by jewels out there. We're still small, you know, not, not everybody's into sustainable fashion. Whenever, you know, there's thrifting, it's the girls trying on a whole bunch of thrifting outfits, putting them together. And I think that's phenomenal. Um, the thing is that I cater to all sizes. So a lot of the things that are out that I'm putting out there, they don't fit me. I'm a size small. Uh, and the stuff that we do have right now that are for size small are better for the spring. So then I'll be able to showcase that a little bit more in the spring. So um, with that, I would love to tell you guys what's happening in the new year for Boutique by Jewels. In the new year, what's happening for Boutique by Jewels is that I'm going to be having a lot of promotions of a lot of our winter stuff that I really want to get rid of because it's like spring is soon will be coming, summer will soon be coming, and I want to gear up for that. So we have some promotions that will be coming up in January. Um, we have some promotions coming up in January, and we also have um, us prepping for the spring. So we'll have new new items up, getting ready to go up um, January and February. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Again, right now you can still shop um, Boutique by Jewels. And for all of our listeners, your code for Boutique by Jewels, if you decide to shop Within the month of January, right now, we are closed. Right now, our store is completely completely closed. Our online store is closed. But when we relaunch, if you decide to, to shop, hopefully by the time this um, recording comes out, if you want to shop, and you can shop. And that code will be there throughout for up until, I think, the spring. I'm going to allow that code to go. It's our code for you as our shoppers for our listeners of Check It Out by Jules will be Check It Out by Jules 10. You'll get to get 10% off of your items that you shop from us. Um, and that's just our gift to you for being a listener and supporting Boutique by Jules. We're, Boutique by Jules is not, is not sponsoring this podcast, but I'm still going to put it out there. Uh, and hopefully I don't, get, I don't get no backlash from it. But uh, we just would love your support for the, what we've been doing and for really trying to make sure that we are continue to be part of the solution and not the problem as it relates to a sustainable world and giving back to our communities and families in need while staying trendy okay okay um now i've talked a little bit about boutique by jewels so now we're gonna move away from that well let's talk about setting goals for the new year i think people always think that you have to wait to january to set goals no you don't no you don't no you don't um my family and i we had a little small get together and what we did, what we were going to attempt to do is do a vision boards, right? It's like, bah. But it didn't happen the way I thought it was supposed to happen. But my cousin who is amazing at tech, what she did was she was showing me how I can do a vision board, um, online digitally. So I got started on my vision board because you know me, you know, I gotta, I gotta put it out there on paper. Like I used to do it more frequently, but now um, I realized how more important it is to put your vision down on paper that you want to accomplish. Because I used to, when I used to do it frequently, I saw that every year my goals were getting shorter and shorter and shorter because I was really achieving those goals. It's like really manifesting those things to come into play. So I started creating a digital vision board. 
of course you could go on YouTube, you could figure out how to do it. Um, the main board, the main, um, digital space that everybody uses Canva to create their, um, digital vision board. I'm not sponsored by Canva, but I'm just going to still put it out there. And I use Canva. I use Canva for a lot of um, my other things as well, especially when it comes to creating flyers and Instagram posts and Facebook posts when it relates to my business. So I really wanted to create um, a vision board. I was like, ooh, I don't have enough magazines and stuff here to do it tactile and tangible way. How do I do it in, um, how do I do it you know, through digital. So then I can still have a vision board. Not only have I have all my goals written down, but I still have a way that I'm seeing and I'm always going back to it to, to, to accomplish these things. So I created my vision board. What I did was I started with the areas that which I wanted to focus on for this year. And of course, everybody has all their areas. You decide what the areas it is that you want to work on. I decided on five specific areas. I didn't want it to be more than five. Um, and if anything, would have been a minimum of four, but I didn't want it to be more than five. So I decided on five specific areas that I wanted to work on first. I wrote it down, wrote specifically what I wanted to do in each of those areas. Um, and then what I did was like, I spoke to my cousin, I was like, oh, these are the areas that I want to do. How do I go about doing this? So then she went on Canva and she showed me. Um, she started, but when she started it, it didn't really work too much in terms of, she was like, oh, I can't fill all your categories. So then I went on YouTube. I'm one of those people like, some days, right? I'm one of those people, some days I'm going to go above and beyond and figure out how to do something. Some days, not all the time. So then I went on to YouTube and then I was able to find someone who was doing a digital um, vision board without using Pinterest. They only use Canva only. And I was like, this is what's going to work for me um, since I have um, Canva. So what she did was she went on to Canva and she said, what you have to choose is the personal the personal category. The personal category allows you to use a, a open back, a open blank back Canva where you can add pictures and you can add um, text to the way you want to. And I had found that that worked better for me than um, what initially my cousin introduced me to, which I thought was good too. Like if like if my goals were at four, I just like four categories, then it would have worked well. But because it was at five, it, I needed something that allowed me to do the five categories in one. Now, the only thing I would say about Canva is that the spacing to create your collages on the pictures is a little, is it could be a little bit nerve wracking because when you try to adjust the pictures, it, it, it does, you know how it usually makes the pictures small. It doesn't make the pictures small. It just makes the width and the height smaller, which is what I didn't like because then I was like, it's messing up the way the pictures look. But either way, I made it work. I made it work and I love the vision board that I came up with. Um, and I probably am going to add to it a little bit or tweak it a little bit, but I love the way it came out. And again, vision boards, when you, when you have a vision and, and to put it out in the atmosphere where you can always see it and always come back to it is a big deal because it reminds you of what you said you was going to do and for you to const and for you to really work towards getting it done. Okay. Now, don't feel no way if you don't get it all done that year. That is okay. But as long as you get some done, it's important. I remember watching Issa Rae 
creating her vision board, um, going back and reflecting on her vision board that she had created. And a lot of the things on her vision board, she did. And I was like, yes, this is, it re, it reignite the fire of why I wanted to create a vision board. Sometimes also go to the people that you love to follow and see if they've created their vision board and allow that to inspire you. If you feel kind of stuck or where to go or what to do or how to create your vision board or what categories to start in, look for someone who you really love as an influencer um, or as uh, a, a celebrity that creates, have created their vision board and watch how they did theirs or what was on theirs. And maybe that can help you be, that can help be a starting point for you in terms of what you want to do for your vision board. Also, there's always YouTube. You can always go on YouTube to create your vision, um, your, your vision board for yourself. It's always good to find inspiration somewhere. I used to do vision boards for clothes, like what I would want my fashion to be like as a kid. And I also created vision boards for what I wanted to do for myself. So I found that this was so helpful in reigniting my purpose for doing a vision board. Um, Even though I moved away from a vision board for a very long time, just wrote down goals. um, I was like, I I think there's something that's going to, that's going to be something to, writing my goals down and creating a vision board so then like I have a double dose of manifesting what I want to do um don't limit yourself this year especially with the way 2020 has like ended I think it reignites the the, a lot of us for 2021 to to reflect and say "Mm, 2020 didn't go so well maybe 2021 will be an opportunity for new beginnings great health, great wealth, great relationships, um, investing in things that I probably never thought or have invested in before, but wanted to, to start something that I've, I've done, but never got an opportunity. Like many opportunities are for 2021. As long as God gives us another year, that means there's still an opportunity to get some stuff done. There is always is. Um, and, um, don't limit yourself. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, I'm so looking forward to having more individuals coming on to the Check It Out by Jules podcast as we move more into the year. Um, I'm really right now trying to balance the entrepreneurial things that I want to do, even if they don't make money right now. Um, that's the space that I am in. And it's really still a balancing act between my nine to five and these different things that I have going on. But I'm glad that, you know, as an audience, you guys stayed with me. I have had so far 207 listeners. For me, that is a lot of listeners. Okay. All right. Cause I'm not a big, I'm not like a famous podcaster or anything like that. But the fact that I have 207 listeners says that there's a group of people who are out there with me and listening. And I appreciate you a hundred percent. So continue listening, continue sharing, um, and supporting like it all behind um every podcast and behind every entrepreneur brand there is a little person that you've invested in and they are doing a real dance okay a real dance because it means that you have helped to push our vision along especially if it's a black um business and i want to say thank you guys for really supporting me being with me um, throughout this whole time. And though I have not put out an episode in a little while, you guys are still listening and I appreciate you guys. You guys know I tried to do a, a, um, 
one episode once a month every Sunday. We are out with a new episode so our listeners can just join in and listen to a mirage of topics. Um, we had started our topics with um, just how people were doing with quarantine. Now we're reflecting on 2020. We started with how were individual essential workers doing doing with quarantine um, and the way that they had to pivot and what they did for personal care to moving to our second series of all about business, right? Getting started in a business, no matter what lane um, you're in or what category you fall on into either full entrepreneurship or balancing of a nine to five in entrepreneurship or having had started nine to five and then moving into full entrepreneurship. We wanted to make sure that on every level, everybody knew that there's a goal that you can aspire to and you can get it done. And we wanted to support you in having at least the foundation to get it done and start your business if you were thinking about it. Um, and no matter what, where you are, you fall, you fall in the category. It's okay. It's your choice. Uh, and, and then anything, when it's your choice, just do it. Don't worry about everybody else. Just do it. Um, we understand that full entrepreneurship is not for everybody, and that is okay. Some people do use their nine to five to fund their businesses and to help leverage, and you know get things done, and that's okay. Um, and there's some people who they're like, I'm not gonna be held accountable to a nine to five at all. I'm gonna do this from scratch, and that is okay. And all in all, just do what works for you. Or there's some people that are like, I'm leveraging my nine to five for now to move into my full entrepreneurship. And that is great as well. Your vision, your choice. Right. Um, and you guys get to hear a little bit about my journey as a um, entrepreneur balancing, still balancing their nine to five and how that is working for me. And I think the biggest thing I just wanted to do was to get started. I want to thank all my guests that came on this year for the year 2020. Um, it was amazing to hear their stories, whether they're family or friends. Um, I got to engage with them in a different way than I've ever been able to before. I get to really sit down and hear what they do and how quarantine was impacting them. And that meant so much to me because it also gave me an opportunity to shed some light on what the amazing professionals in my life that were also friends and family are doing and how it's impacting them in a real raw way that we don't get to see and hear every day um out there in the world the news is highlighting a lot of different things but i wanted to highlight what's happening with real people um not to say that the that who they were highlighting were not real but i wanted to um, highlight how quarantine was and COVID was impacting real people who are also essential workers in my life and wanted you guys to get like the raw, the rawness that we don't hear all the time. Um, and I'm glad that I was able to do that. Also, I'm so happy that I was able to get um, my mentor and brother, Gasmir Thousand, who um, please still reach out to if you are looking to get some support with starting your business or any consultation definitely hit him up at um at gas speaks at hotmail.com and he also has his consulting business which is gasmareinternationals.com he will definitely support and um help you get started and he's a great mentor if you need support in the right direction and getting your business going. Also, he started um, another 
company, but when we get him back on, I'm going to get him to share a little bit about that and what he's been doing. And I also have some other guests that I want to come on to share a little bit of, like, what have they been doing? Like, what has 2020 got, had them pivot in doing for 2021 and sharing how they got started in a lot of the things that they've been doing? Remember, with... With, with Check It Out by Jules, we talk about everything here. It's just that right now we've been focusing on business. But we will talk about relationships, whether it be personal, friendships, or, whatever, or, or communal relationships. And, like, other things and what's been going on. You know, I love to just share with you guys. Um, we've talked about different ways people have gotten health care, um, have done self-care. Maybe I hope some of these things have resonated with you and helped you decide, like, how am I going to do, do self-care this year? Um, or how can I switch up my my self-care routine? Self-care is very important. It helps us deal with all of the different stressors that we're coming up with on a day-to-day. So I want us to remember that in everything that we do, make time for self-care, okay? We are not living in what was normal for us anymore and we will not go back to that I don't care what anyone says this is our new normal okay our new normal is wearing a face mask possibly working remotely all the time dealing with you know all of the different changes and having to adjust frequently so in the midst of all of that always make sure you make time for self-care for yourself that's always important because if you're not taking care of yourself you can't be present for anything else or take care of anything else so you matter first and everything else falls in line i hope that also um i've inspired you to start your vision board if you haven't already get started what are you waiting on if you ain't get some stuff done in 2020 you better get it done in 2021 but at the same time don't be forced don't feel forced to do anything in 2021 if it's not you do not feel like you've missed out on anything if you did not create a business um this year or you're not planning on creating one next year don't ever let anyone force you to feel like you have to keep up with the joneses if that's not what you want it's just not what you want do what makes you happy because at the core of everything you got to be happy you got to be happy and what life looks like for you may not look like the same thing for someone else and that is okay walking your truth walking what inspires you and what makes you be the best you that's what matters okay so for the year 2021 stay with us because we got some more coming to you okay and don't forget go ahead and check out boutique by jewels which is my online boutique where you can get some sustainable items that you can upscale and wear to create your own perfect your own trendy look for you okay so um don't forget you can use the code check it out by jewels 10 that lets me know that you are a listener that came to shop and support us from our podcast i appreciate you and i will see you in the year of 2021 Later. So thank you for tuning in to another episode with Check It Out by Jules. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and also our guests. Our guests are always awesome and we always thank you for being on. So until next time, bye.